You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Eagles are at the podium talking about the high drama week two loss to the Falcons. I am your host, Michael Kiss. This is, of course, brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Three press conferences for you in this puppy, including Doug and Carson after the game. And then Doug Peterson again spoke with the media after having slept on the 24 to 20 loss. Make sure that you're all caught up on the news that floods out during the hours after the game by checking in with BleedingGreenNation.com. And also later today, as a bit of a palate cleanser, John Stolness is bringing you a brand new BGN Memories Hopefully that raises your spirits or at least gives you a welcome distraction. A quick update concerning the injury status on Timmy Jernigan. If you missed it, the defensive tackle broke his foot in Sunday's game. And at first it was feared that he'd missed the entire season, but now it's being reported that it will not require surgery and his timetable to return is roughly four to six weeks. So bad news that could have been worse. As far as the press conferences go here, the one after the game with Doug was very brief. Obviously he didn't feel like sticking around for too long and they had some audio issues in the first couple minutes, so bear with us as far as that goes. I did what I could to make that audio salvageable. After him, you're going to hear from Carson Wentz, and he talked about how frustrating it was that it took so long for the concussion protocol to be initiated and to wrap up. Obviously, he missed some snaps while that went on with Josh McCown taking some snaps. He says that he's fine. Might be a little sore today, but okay, which hopefully that's the case because he looked pretty uncomfortable after the rib shot that he took. It said it kind of took the air out of him. Regardless of how it impacted his play in the first half is something we really don't know, but as long as it's not something that lingers, that's another positive takeaway from this game. The final presser is Doug from Monday. He digs into the difficulties that he had with adjusting the game plan on the fly with Alshon, Goddard, and Deshaun not being able to go past a few snaps among some of the other injury news. And of course, the lack of scoring in early games is something he's asked about. There's also some interesting notes about the failed two-point conversion on the head-first dive from Carson. But you don't need to hear all that from me. You can get it from Doug and Carson. So let's go to the podium. No uh, moral victories, of course, but with the resilience you guys showed despite injuries, circumstance, everything else, some positive at all? Um, love the way these guys fought. They compete in these guys, uh, battled right to the end. You know, it was in our hands at the end to, to win the game, and uh, we came up short. Um, but, uh, you know, it stings, obviously. Uh, you know, losses like this, and uh, it's going to make hey. us better moving forward. I mean, it's 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 hard to it's hard to find words, you know. Um, these guys are hurting, obviously, the, the hard work and preparation that they do during the week you put in. Uh, I just told them that that you know I was proud of them. I'd also told them that you know this is gonna this is gonna really unite this football team, uh, you know, through all the adversity that we faced uh, tonight in this game. Um, and, and really no one no one should hang their head. You know, they, they battled. Uh, it was in our hands at the end to win. And again, we, we came up short. So I'm, 
Uh, it, it hurts, but uh, they'll, they'll be better for it. The final touchdown pass to, to Jones. I mean, there's a fine line between pick action, legal blocking, and picks. What did the play look no, like it, to it you? Was clean. It was clean. Obviously, we'll look at it you know, on the way home tonight. But, um, you know, we were in an all-out blitz and, and just coming after the quarterback in that situation. He checked to the receiver screen. got two good blocks on the perimeter. Foot race. Can you talk about the adjustments you made at, uh, at the half, because the second half? Well, the adjustments started uh, in the first quarter um, when, when guys started started falling for us. Um, and give credit to Mike Rowe and Jeff Stoutland, you know, uh, in the run game and passing game, just, just coming up and, you know, keeping, you know, keeping guys like J.J., keeping guys like Mac Hollins and, and uh, obviously the running backs and, and Nelly and Zach, just keeping them, you know, kind of abreast of what we were doing and some of the changes we were making because we had to switch some personnel groups tonight in midstream, which is hard to do. But uh... There's no moral victories, obviously, but I think with the resiliency of the team and, and what, what offensively we were faced with and, then of course, the defense, you know, we lose Tim Jernigan and, you know, in this football game and, um, you know, it just, it, it just sort of things began to kind of snowball a little bit, but... The fact that we hung in there, we battled, um, gave ourselves a chance. We were, had the lead there, you know, late in the game, um, and, and that's really what these games come down to. It's just a couple plays here and there that can go in your favor or the other way. And, and tonight they went in, you know, their way. Now, what happened with all these injuries? Did anybody seriously hurt? Uh, well, well, you know, obviously we'll check tomorrow. When we get back, um, you know, and, and have have more of an update tomorrow, but. Um, you know, it's hard to comment on those those injuries right now. You know, long term, we don't know. I know during the week you prepare for different scenarios, but did you ever discuss or envision what to do when you're down? I guess two receivers, one tight end, you only have four spin I mean, you, you always have a plan for maybe one guy. You know, obviously when one guy goes down because you can shift some things, but when you, you have your two top receivers and a, and a tight end go down, um, it's, it's difficult, you know, because now you're really having to. Uh, Put guys in positions that haven't gotten those, you know, they haven't gotten those reps during the week. Yeah, I mean, it, it cuts things way down because you're out of your 12 personnel, obviously, when Dallas isn't there, you know, and then and then some of the stuff, uh, it just limits you a little bit. But uh, listen, it, credit, uh, you know, credit Mike, credit Stout, you know, for the passes, the runs, getting it, getting it together, and, and communicating with me so we could we could execute what we did. Doug, when you have these countless injuries, do you rely on the coordinators for personnel briefings, or do you rely on the well, the coordinators, you know, coordinators can can shift the personnel groupings, but then the position coaches during the game have to really, we got to coach. And and this is this is uh, it's, it's, it was great to see. We had great communication um, even pregame, you know, when when we found out about Dallas. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's great communication on their part, and, and they they handled it well. Doug, in the moment in the first half, your level of concern with Carson, he got banged around some. He was missing some balls that he used to on. He had to get evaluated. Where was your level of concern on? Is this a good idea to keep going with him? No, I mean, listen. You know, we knew coming in it was going to be a, going to be a battle. It was going to be a physical game. Uh, obviously, the quarterback's not exempt from that. And um, you know, we tried to give him. I tried to give him some throws where the ball could come out early and and, and that. But at some point, you gotta you know you gotta push the ball down the field, and uh, it's going to take some protection. And, and give credit to the Falcons. I mean, they had a tremendous pass rush tonight. Whether they were rushing four or five guys and uh, put pressure on them all night. What, uh, 
No, we were just ready to make adjustments and get ourselves back in this football game in the second half. Yeah, feel fine. You know, it's football. Got uh, got hit a few times, but you know, it's part of the game, and I I feel fine. I'll be a little sore tomorrow, but nothing out of the ordinary. How did you say that you check for a head injury? Yeah, that was honestly that was super frustrating. You know, because I came to the sideline and I uh, was sitting there for about five minutes, and then they called down to to go look at that. So to me, uh, that's just something you know they got to figure out. You know, that's super frustrating when I feel fine. I understand you got to look at that, and that's part of the game. But the way it took so long, and then we finally went out on the field, and I had to go to the the blue tent. Uh, that was really frustrating. I think the league needs to look at that. I mean, I was frustrated, but I knew they had to do the protocol, so I just had to go through the the concussion protocol and tell them tell them uh, where we were, what the date was, all that fun stuff, and uh, I was fine and ready to get back out there. How, how tough you guys lost Dallas before the game, Sean and Austin before the game. I mean, you're yeah. It's tough, you know, it's tough and we're not by no means going to make excuses and we've always talked next man up, but you know, some of the stuff tonight you can't make up, you know, I've never seen, uh, you know, guy after guy like that early in the ball game and, uh, but you know, guys stepped up, you know, guys stepped up, guys were resilient. Uh, we came up a little short today, but I'm proud of the way the guys fought. Zach said you feel like you let the team down and taking this loss upon I haven't talked to him yet. I mean, briefly, but he, he can't feel that way. You know, this is a team loss. We all, all in this thing together. You know, we made some mistakes early. I made mistakes early. We got to, we, that we bounced back from and, uh, we just came up short, you know, and that's one of those games. And, uh, you know, we can't feel sorry for ourselves because the injuries, we got to be better. Uh, and we will be. Carson, yeah, you didn't look quite like yourself in the first half. Is that related to Uh, physically, you know, I felt fine. You know, I obviously got hit a little bit, but nothing, nothing that I was too concerned about. Um, yeah, just slow, slower starts. And, you know, we were just trying to get dialed in what, what they were trying to do against us and, and make some plays. And, you know, we were just missing some things early. Along those lines with Zach Nelson also had a play that he thinks he should have made. Um, as, as a leader, do you do anything with those guys to kind of lift them or help them get past those moments? You just tell them we're coming right back to them. You know, that it, it is what it is. And guys make mistakes, drop pass here, I throw a pick, you know, I miss a play. You know, things happen. You know, that's football. And uh, none of us are perfect. And, you know, everybody's going to own their, their mistakes and we're going to learn from it and grow together. But, you know, I told him I'm coming right back to him. And you saw that on the fourth down play. He made a big catch. And, uh, you know, he's going to make those plays more often than not. Carson, after you scored yeah and then I almost fell over so I was I was pretty uh pretty excited you know that was just a hard drive you know and we uh you know a lot of conversions and everything and um obviously it was a slower start for us and we were um kind of struggling for a while so to put that drive together I was I was pretty excited uh I just gotta keep my feet a little better Yeah, I mean, again, that's tough. You know, you game plan all week and um, you have all these personnel packages and then they kind of all go out the window on game day. But, you know, coaches do a great job, you know, and so do the guys. The guys were ready, Mac and JJ, guys were ready to step up. And I think, I don't know, I believe Zach played every snap. Uh, so he was ready to go. And, um, you know, guys were able to step up and coaches did a good job of making sure guys were in the right positions. And uh, hats off to those guys for doing a good job. The throw to back, um, Zach was putting out there, you don't want to quarterback the league. 
Third down, got to stay on the field, you know, and uh, I'm always going to fight for, for these, for these guys and for this team. And, um, you know, that was, we were just able to make that play. Mac made a great catch to finish that. And, uh, you know, I think, I think that's not just me. That's a lot of the guys on this team and in this locker room, they're, they're fighters, uh, they're resilient. And, uh, you know, that's just a, a representation of that, uh, of the team on that play. Yeah, I think he I think he did a good job. You know, I think we asked a lot of him. You know, we come in and have a plan, and then guys go down. So we're asking him to play the Y, play the Z, play the F. You know, we're moving him around, and uh, he's got to know the, the playbook and the positions, and then the run checks and everything. So uh, I think he did a great job, and he made some plays. And I'll see on tape how he, how he did uh, on other things. But you know, I feel really confident with him out there. I, I got nothing. I, I don't know how to dive for the end zone, and yeah, it's tough. I wish I would have got in. It would have. I did, but I again, I don't know. So that's frustrating, but it is what it is. You know, you're gonna you're gonna hear about the slow starts all week. Um, how big is it to, to find a, a way through that? Yeah. Um, wish I had an answer. You know, it's it's something. Obviously, again, we're always looking at, um, and you know. By no means making excuses, but you know we were trying to figure out who we had out there and, and getting guys in the right position. And so uh, I think the coaches did a good job of that, and we just got to execute better early. And uh, we'll take a hard look at it. And I know we say that all the time, and um, that's what we'll do. And, and we'll learn from it and get better. How important are the conversations on the sideline when you have so much They're huge. Uh, they're huge. Those conversations, um, getting guys lined up. Hey, here's here's the plays we're maybe coming to, and just talking to guys where they're going to be. You know, we're changing formations on the fly uh, because of the personnel we have. So uh, those conversations are vital. And you know, I think the coaches, uh, all the position coaches, and everybody did a great job of making sure guys are in the right spots, doing what they were supposed to do, and uh, guys did a good job of that tonight. Um, I'll have to watch the tape first of all, but it's frustrating. You know, it's frustrating. You know, we were a uh, slow start. We, we battled back, you know, offensively. We, we did our did our thing late and, and were able to come down there. And uh, then they then we scored, then they scored, and then we got right down there uh, and came up, you know, six inches short. So for us, it, it's frustrating. Uh, really proud of the guys, you know, encouraged by the way the guys fought. Uh, and it, we're able to just bounce back from some adversity. But, again, uh, that doesn't win you ball games. And so we're going to learn from that and, and be better next week. Yeah, I mean, I think I thought we executed it really well, you know, based on the coverage, we got into a certain check that uh, really got us right to the sticks. And, you know, we came up, you know, six inches short and um, that is what it is. And that's football. No, I saw him. I saw him. And that's, you know, that's something that that defense does on some third down situations. And we were able to um, kind of bait Keanu down there and, and throw it over the top. Wish I would have got it out there a little further. But, um, you know, that's something that we saw on tape. And once they took the timeout, I ran over there and coach and I talked about it. And we were able to get into that play and it worked out for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. You know, I'm going to do everything I can, like I've said, to, to protect myself, to get the ball out, to, to, to play uh, and stay healthy. But again, tonight was, was the way it was, and we battled and we fought. And, um, you know, I, I, I did the same, and that's just that's just football. And so, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to lose too much sleep over it. How do you feel 
feel good. You know, I mean, obviously I'm going to be sore tomorrow. Uh, we got a plant long plane ride ahead of us too. Uh, I'm going to be sore, but, um, physically nothing, nothing, uh, nothing too concerning. What play are we talking about? Oh, uh, yeah, I got the wind knocked out of me a little bit. Um, kind of left myself exposed there in the ribs, but I, I feel fine. Thank you guys. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. In terms of health updates, do you have anything on? I'll let me read just, the list. Let me do, I'll, I, I'm going to cover this right now. I have not had my medical meeting yet. Okay. Uh, getting back at 4 a.m. You know, this morning and, and getting through the tape. We haven't had that yet, so I don't have any updates yet. Uh, we'll have you know we'll have more later today. So I haven't had my medical meeting yet. There was a report that Jarnigan's out roughly. Yeah, I haven't had that medical meeting, so I don't know okay. specifically. Um, I know he was seen in a boot, I think, after the game, but until we get, until I get further notice, I don't know what's going on yet. Were the injuries to Deshaun and Alshon and Dallas more precautionary to hold them out, or could they have been, could they have played if it was a playoff game or something that would be important? Yeah, I mean, you know, we evaluated Dallas. Um, you know, obviously he was feeling um, something there, and, and so we evaluated him, you know, during pregame uh, and just, you know, decided to hold him. At that point, um, same with Deshaun and Alshon. Theirs was more in-game. Um, you know, it's hard to say if it were a you know a, a must 
must game, you know, a playoff situation, I would think that they would try to gut it out, but it's hard to say. Do you think Turnigan's injury is the worst of the bunch? I feel that, you know, in, in my gut that it could be, but uh, again, until I get more information, I really don't know. Josh, you touched on this post game yesterday, but when you have you know, Dallas Goddard out pregame and then you have Jackson and then you have Jeffrey, you can kind of game plan for maybe one of them not being there, but how much does that change your game plan when all three of them it, are there? It, it affects it. It affects it a lot. Um, if you were to look at my call sheet this morning, you're going to see a lot of scratch outs on plays and different things. And, you know, one thing that I, I, I said after the game, too, is, you know, with, you know, with Mike Rowe, Jeff Stoutland, my offensive staff making the adjustments that we needed to make and, and then coaching those young guys up, you know, Mac Hollins, J.J. I, and, and, and what's interesting, if you watch the game, as, as we did this morning, I mean, Zach is telling guys where to go. You know, Nelly's telling we're, we're moving guys. Our pieces are moving, and, and we're putting guys in positions that didn't practice in those positions during the week, and and still had a chance at the end of the end of the game. Took the lead and, and had a chance. So, um, my hats off to those guys for for hanging in there. Yeah, with slow starts were prevalent all most of last year. When you self scouted last uh, last all season, what would you find with the number one reason for for not scoring points that Try to address that issue. Yeah, I just have to find the magical place. Yeah, it's always the place. With the uh, with the injuries, that's on, that's on me. So I got to do a better job. With the injuries you have now, how difficult is it going to be to kind of manage the roster based on keeping spots open for some players who might not be able to play, but also having enough guys? Yeah, that's the that's the the chess match we got to find out in these next couple of days. Uh, you know, we have a couple games here now, you know, in 11 or 12 days. So um, we'll make it work. I mean, that's just what we do. We find a way. We make it work. We coach the guys up there are going to play, and uh, we go play. Are the 49ers' calf the same one that he was having trouble with in the training camp? Yes. On the 4th and 14, uh, the long pass to Aguilar uh, after, after the drop, the one that you guys yeah. got. Uh, Carson said he went over to you after the timeout and, and suggested that play. Is that right? We were suggesting a bunch of plays at that time. We were just trying to find the right the right mix, um, kind of anticipating what they were going to be in defensively. And and um, I mean, fourth and fourteen, you you know, you're you're kind of in your desperation mode. So uh, that was a play that we had in the game plan, and and uh, another one that, however, we had to move some guys around to get them in that right spot. And and uh, great play by Carson and Nelly on that one. Going back to, to this time last week, what was the thinking of carrying only two tight ends and keeping the extra cornerback? Um, well, we had confidence in our two tight ends. Uh, we went in, you know, with a game plan of, of executing with a lot of the play action pass game with two tight ends, the run the run game with two tight ends. I mean, it was just felt comfortable, you know, with, with both guys. And uh, and then in our 11 personnel, having Zach and Dallas working, you know, working there. And then having the extra DB just uh, available on special teams and then if needed in the secondary, um, keeping that extra guy up. Four players be evaluated for head injuries. We know Carson was by the spotter. Were the other three also because the spotter came down and told them that they had have stomach damage? Yeah, it was by the spotter and also by the officials that, that told us they needed to, to be evaluated during the game. And Carson said after the game that he was very frustrated that they didn't evaluate him right away. It came right at the beginning of a drive. Have you guys reached out to the NFL? Are you going to do anything to, to follow up on 
what went wrong here and how this can be corrected. I mean, we'll have communication, obviously, about it, but uh, that stuff is out of our control. I mean, if, if, if they see it, they're going to pull the player, and it's out of our control. It's out of my hands. I can't do anything about it. That's a medical issue. It's a player safety issue. Um, I'm sure we'll have discussions on it, but quite frankly, that's that's out of out of our hands. There's a time gap between the time you return to the that's the part we got to have communication, dialogue with, and just make sure that they're seeing the same things we're seeing. But again, it's it's out of our hands when when the spotters see something. Is it typically quicker than that? Usually, it's right after the play. I mean, that's typically when it happens. Um, but in this case, it was a few plays later. Uh, so again, we just got we got to figure out why. Um, a little of both, you know, we struggled to run the ball, something we, we kind of pride ourselves on, um, you know, uh, last week I might've mentioned that, uh, we were going to, we were going to face a much better Atlanta Falcon defense than we saw in week one. I mean, that's just, this is the NFL and, and a lot of pride on that side and, and, and they're, they're well coached. And so we knew that going into this football game, we were going to try the run and try to establish it. We struggled a little bit there. Um, we got to make those corrections, and, and, and that's, a, that's a big part, too, of with a lot of the personnel changes, you know, uh, with tight ends and things like that that got us a little bit away from it. Um, I'm not going to make an excuse, but, you know, it, it does affect it just a little bit. What has prevented Miles from getting off to a, a faster start, and where's your confidence level in him right now? I'm really confident in Miles. I, I think the more – opportunities he gets he get, he'll get better i mean he missed some things you know young 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 running back missed a couple of holes um a couple of the holding calls you know he tried to bounce outside and we got a couple of holding calls which you know are going to happen so there, there's some things that he can get better but our confidence in him is uh is really high extremely high and uh, we're going to continue to play him and, and get him get him the reps his instinct right now seems to be to try to, to bounce things or to slide are you as a coaching staff and pressing upon him, you know, sometimes it's better to gain a yard or two by going full straight ahead oh, yeah. as opposed to these are, these are all things we'll show him on tape, you know, when the guys come in and, and, and you know, make the corrections from the game. And, uh, again, it just it comes from playing and, and then watching himself on film and, and uh, making the corrections. Have you identified the play that Jernigan got hurt on? I have not, not yet. You had a, a lot. You mentioned the penalties and the run game. Uh, you had a lot of offensive line penalties in this game. I think five accepted, seven called. Uh, what was going on there? Was it the noise? Uh, a little bit of the noise. Uh, it was an active front, um, a little more than than uh, what we had seen. These guys, uh, you know, obviously the crowd noise getting off the ball. Uh, we know Grady Jarrett's a, a, a really good, you know, player from the standpoint of of getting off the ball and then and increasing the gap. And a couple times we just uh, we overset. We just you know set too wide, and they, they penetrated the A or B gap. And um, again, corrections that we can make and, and, and learn from and, and be be better. Carson getting hit so much early affected his play. How do you think he played overall? And do you factor the punishment into that? I mean, you know, obviously, uh, again, you know, this is a this is a this is a physical, violent game. Quarterbacks are going to get hit. We saw two quarterbacks yesterday in the league get hit. You know, um, or one get hit and one one on a throw. So it's part of the game. And and it's one thing you love about Carson is his toughness. Uh, you know, you'd love to see him. You know, uh, maybe throw the ball a little bit sooner here and there. But but the fact that that he uh, performed well yesterday and and really kept us kept us in this football game. 
you know, um, the throw to Mac in the fourth quarter was was unbelievable. You know, uh, is you know for him to escape the pocket like he did a couple times was was unbelievable. And those are things you can't really coach. You know, you don't really teach those things. I mean, that's just natural God-given instinct. So um, it's hard to take that away from a player, you know. Um, and, and yet at the same time, you know, you still want him to, to protect himself best he can, but he's making plays for you. And, uh, you know, not going to take that from him. Have you spoken to Nelson? And what do you make of – Have I spoken to Nelson? And Nelson, and what do you make of his game yesterday, the plays he made, and obviously the plays he didn't make? Yeah, I, I, I talked to Nelson after the game and uh, just before we got on the bus and to go to the airport. And one, I thought he played really well, really well. From He, he played basically two spots yesterday, uh, having to move around. And uh, it just shows his mental capacity with the offense and where he is. Uh, he made some outstanding catches yesterday as well. Um, and then I told him after the game, I says, one, one play is not going to define him or our season. It's week two of the National Football League. We got we got a bunch of football left, and, and he's a great player for us. And uh, I told him just to keep his head up, keep working, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna find more ways to win these games than than lose them going into the future. Two point conversion. Way you bounce back after that drop. I mean, you know, back in your first season, like that probably would have affected him. Correct. I mean, does that kind of show his growth? It does. It does. Yeah. Do you expect Carson to practice on Wednesday? Carson Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen him today. Players are off today, so I haven't seen him. What happened on Carson's second interception? Did a pattern get broken off there, or what happened? No, we we ran a we ran an out and up with Ertz, and he was on the linebacker, had him had him beat. Carson had to move to his left and just couldn't get anything on the throw, and it just just nothing there on it. On the two point conversion, what's your understanding of why that was overturned, and and what else could Carson so have the, done in that situation? Rule. It's the new rule now. Basically, you know. Because Carson was diving, you're, you're considered giving yourself up. And, and so wherever your knee touches, you're down. Whether you're touched or not, you're down at that spot because you're diving and, and you're giving yourself. No different if your quarterback is sliding on a scramble out in the field. It's the same. You're going to be down at that spot. So it was short. And so did he no longer dive up for the end zone? No. I mean, the dive was fine. Um, it, you know, we just got to be aware that you just, if you can, Keep your knee up, but I mean that's just that's just the rule. Is that called or did he read that? That was a read. Um, the play was actually designed for Ertz uh, on that one, and and the, they defended that really well. But they also gave us that lane, and Carson just reacted and took it. Okay. Okay. Thanks, guys. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. 